Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Sorholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you throughout the Tri-City area based right in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, tell me what's good in your world. Well, the sun is staying out longer, daylight's here longer, which means the river's going to be opening up, and I'm getting excited. How about you? I can hear the excitement in your voice, my friend. That's great. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, you know, a couple of trips with our, you know, financial advisor buddies coming up, North Carolina, and, and even to Wyoming in a few weeks. I'm looking forward to that one. So. Nice. You've got yeah. some travels ahead of you, which will be pretty neat, and I know you'll be squeezing in lots of fishing. You're ready to get off the ice and back to normal, normal fishing along the rivers and, and the float trips, right? I am. I'm looking forward to that. Fantastic. I love How about it. you? What's new in your world? Uh, well, uh, we are, I guess, uh, kind of the same. I'm, I'm ready for some more outdoor running now as I'm getting, you know, been exercising a lot more uh, throughout the last several months, as we've talked about on the show. But the winter was a little tough and just harder to get out and go for those runs outside when it's, you know, that cold out. So I've been kind of stuck in the gym and, you know, it gets dark at you know, five, six o'clock. So it's hard to go for a nice evening run sometimes. So I'm looking forward to, you know, the time jumping forward an hour, getting a little bit more daylight and, uh, yeah, just getting to that time of year when you can go for a run at seven or seven thirty or eight o'clock, even at night and, uh, you know, still squeeze in sort of those nice evening runs, that sort of thing. So uh, I'm kind of excited about that. Speaking about that, I just read the other day, and I didn't read far enough, but you know, daylight savings time is about ready to come back on, so you'll be able to run later. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, well, isn't it, uh, I, I could be wrong, isn't it this weekend? I no. don't know. No, I didn't no, it's look. a few more weeks, I guess. A few more weeks, I think, yeah. Let's see. Oh, it's next weekend. We're almost next. there. Yeah. Well, that means we're going to get, you know, it's going to be dark at 7 o'clock again, but later in, later in the day, so that'd be all right. Yep. It'll, it'll then start quickly moving forward from there, so. Yeah. In any event, pretty fun stuff. Uh, we've got a good show on the way today. We're going to talk about the client relationship on today's Ooh. show. So this will be nice. It'll just give us a kind of a peek, Kevin, into what it's like to become a client. And then more importantly, what it's like to be a client. You know, we spend a lot of time about becoming a client, but we're going to take that next step and say, all right, so if somebody does become a client, then what happens? What's it like to be a client? So we're going to dive into that in a few moments, uh, plus we'll talk about some other good things on today's show, including maybe a listener question or two. Before all of that, since you're talking about all this traveling that you have coming up, I've got a fun fact of the week for you that kind of relates to that world. It has to do with the shortest commercial flight in the world, and it goes between two islands in Orkney, Scotland, and it lasts about 53 seconds. How about that? <laughs> I wonder what the ticket is for that, right? I know, I mean, yeah. yeah. What the, the, the pre-boarding takes longer than the actual flight. Yeah, I wonder. I, I, I mean, it must just be like a little puddle jumper plane, I would imagine. So you just yeah. pop up. I, I mean, why at that point wouldn't you just do it by boat? I, I, I need to understand why you would do a flight for that. Yeah, because what do you get up, you know, 100, 200 foot and then you're there? Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, it would be pointless to climb any higher than that, wouldn't it? Yeah, because when we fly to Tri City here, and we you know fly to Detroit, 
you know, it's two hour drive, but it's like 20, 20 minute flight. Yeah. So it's got to be super short. So, I mean, I imagine that the boat ride, a 53 second plane ride must be the equivalent of what for a boat ride, like 15 minutes, maybe something like that. But doesn't it seem like the time it would take to like check a bag or hop on the plane, go through the pre-flight checklist and then deplane and all that, you could just hop on the boat and go. It seems quicker, doesn't it? By yeah. Time, yeah. By the time you go through security and get all that stuff done, yeah, it seems a lot quicker. Okay. I'll have to look that up because that's you guys pull up the weirdest thing. I know uh, it. Uh, of this, and that was kind of interesting. Well, certainly, there's got to be maybe a YouTube video of the of the flight out there. So I'll go look that up during a during a commercial break or something. Yeah, let me know because I'm very curious now. Yeah, very cool. Well, I figured you'd appreciate that one with your travels coming up. I don't think you'll have any 53 second flights, but yeah. <laughs> hopefully, all smooth sailing for your movements about the country here in the next couple of weeks well that may be a bucket list item for somebody that's listening hey i'm gonna go take that 53 second flight yeah and well hey and doing it in scotland i mean what a beautiful place to do it in yeah exactly not a bad deal at all uh we're planning to do a trip to scotland sometime in the next couple of years so uh we'll have to add that to the list you gotta get your r's rolling right that's right yeah. yeah i was good at that in spanish class growing up i guess the scotland r is a little bit different maybe but Start practicing. I can practice. All right, well, let's get into it, Kevin. What's it like to be a client, not just become one, but taking it to the next step, theoretically then engaging in a several-year relationship with a financial advisor? So when somebody has been a client for many years and they already have that solid retirement plan in place that you kind of you know set up at the outset of the relationship, what do your discussions look like when you get together for those periodic reviews? Are you talking? Give me give me a time frame you're talking about. Well, let's say they've been with you for several years. Let's say 10, 20 years, maybe. 10, 20 been years. With you have, for a long time. Yeah, I have lots of clients who have been with twenty plus years, but okay. the the conversation is going to change. Typically, you know, when you become a client that long, you know a lot about me and my family, and I know a lot about you and your family. So, you know, that's typically what we're discussing. You know, there's journeys you know, different journeys, you know, in the, in the retirement um, time frame there, Walter. So we're further down the line in that journey. So, you know, we, like you said, we've taken care of the income needs, income plans there. We're going to go over that. We're just going to make some adjustments, typically minor adjustments at that time in, in that retirement plan. And then we're going to catch up on what's going on in their life. And then if they've been 10, 20 years, we're going to have discussions. Now the discussions are going to come about is, what happens if I go to the nursing home? What happens if I, if I leave my spouse, if I die early? Those discussions are going to be more prevalent than the, the retirement discussions. So, you know, when you're a client early on, we have, you know, different discussions, um, you know, with your bucket list items. What do you want to do in the first five years? Those types of things. But now we're, we're sort of like old friends. You know, it's kind of like talking to you on the radio every week, right? We catch up a little bit before the show starts and see what's going on with everybody. It's kind of along those same lines. And then, you know, we just tweak things as we go into the relationship. All right. Helpful to kind of get that perspective. So that, that's a little bit of a difference from then those initial reviews. Now, how often are you meeting with current clients to review their situation? And is it different? between somebody who's, let's say, in their first year with you versus their fifth versus their 10th and 20th? It's different for everyone. And I can give an example. When somebody comes in, doesn't matter if you're a first-time person who, who comes in here or if you've been in here for 10 or 20 years. When we're done with our meeting, we finished up going over whatever concerns that they have. The question I have, and we walk right out into the to Stacy's room, and I say, when's the next time you want to meet? It's up to them. It's not up to me. 
and everybody's different. Some people want to come in in three months. Some people want to come in in six. Some people want to do it a year. Whatever that time frame is, Stacy puts it down, and we reach out to them, you know, two or three weeks ahead of time and schedule that. You would think everybody would do, you know, six months or a year after, you know, four or five years, but some people like to come in every three months just to, you know, tweak things as they're going along. Some people are like, no, I'm good. Call me in a year. It's different for everyone. And we leave that up to our clients, uh, Walter. We don't, we don't dictate, hey, you've been here so many, we're going to see you X amount of times a year, one time a year, whatever it is. It's totally up to them. Helpful, Kevin. Helpful, very much so. Uh, we're talking about what it's like to be a client with Kevin and the team at Insight Folios, serving you right there with an office in Pinconning and serving the local Tri-City area for many, many years. In fact, three decades of experience is what Kevin has in the financial world. 888-885-PLAN, your number to call. If you've got any questions as we go through today's show, you can schedule a time to meet and become a client. <laughs> but on today's show, again, we're talking about being a client, what that looks like in the future. 888 888- 885 plan again your number to call now kevin what are some examples of ways that you've been able to help your clients in ways that i don't know you talk about how they get to know you you get to know them so you've kind of got your normal array of services when you are meeting with new clients but as you develop those relationships are there some other ways that you end up helping clients as you guys go closer over the years you're talking like non-financially yeah i guess non-financial stuff oh yeah I had, I talked about Lee and Lily many times on the radio here, but they were they were clients of mine. Unfortunately, he just passed away, but they were older. And he just called me up, and you know he knows I'm mechanically inclined, so I've went over and fixed his lawnmower, for example. I've taken you know the big wire brushes, and because their their dryer didn't cool down no more, and it was full of lint. And, you know, so I've done things like that. You know, I've given them advice for their grandchildren. You know, we'll talk about grandchildren and so on things like that. Another client, Ken, he's in, you know, I don't know if you know this, Walter, but my dad and I have a 1956 Ford Victoria. Nice. So I'm, I'm pretty good at the old cars and we have another client named Ken and his car wouldn't start. So, you know, I was meeting with him cause he's an older fellow too and he doesn't get out so much. And I just went out in the garage and we put a module, ignition module in his car cause I knew it was wrong. So I did, you know, those kind of things I do outside of the financial realm we'll talk to people and you know help them out when they need it uh, change lights i can come up with all kinds of things that i've done outside the <laughs> financial services that's nice you know uh, we have one client who couldn't get out she loved to write so i just dropped her off a roll of stamps you know so she uh-huh. had enough stamps to to do those types of things and you know we'll check on them we check on them all the time if uh we're out riding around i'm in the area i'll call it say hey i'm in the area I'll stop by just say hi have a cup of coffee or whatever it is so we do all kinds of stuff I bet there's even ways that you help that's still in a financial way that's not in your normal array of services, though. Like when uh, certainly you've had somebody want to maybe help out their their son or daughter or have questions about family members and helping them out along the way. Do you field those kinds of questions, too? We do. In fact, we're having more and more clients bring in their children. Um, They want to get them started early. They want to have them retire earlier than what they are retiring. They're looking out for their kids and they see the value of having a good income plan put in place. And it's a big emphasis. I would say, I bet you in the last uh, three, four months, we've had maybe uh, half a dozen people bring their kids in, just sit in on the meeting so they can see the meetings, like try to get them fired up to get your own planning. And we just had one the other day. Uh, she works at Consumers Power, and she, she came in with her parents who also work at Consumers Power, the, the, the dad does, and got her all fired up and showed her the long-term investing as she waited 10 years, what it would cost her versus if she started now. And that fired her right up, and she's, she's getting ready to, to start that planning process also. 
Very good. Uh, helpful to get that perspective, Kevin. What are some maybe memorable victories or happy occasions that you've been able to celebrate with your clients over the years? Oh, geez. We work with lots of clients and, you know, they'll become a client before they retire. Maybe it's 5, 10, 15 years. So we're working with them all these times. And then it comes time to retire. And that's the big victory, right? We plan. They sacrifice. They are the hero of the story. They did everything they needed to do in order to get to that point in their life. And then they retired. And that's a big success story. I can go a little bit further. We had a client who has a house in Florida and a house in Michigan. We have lots of clients who who do that or Arizona uh, out of the state for the winter. But he was retiring and he knew I was going to be in North Carolina at Paul's office. And without looking at the map, I said, hey, he he needed a ride home because he was going to bring, he has a car there and a car in Florida and a car in Michigan. He just needed a ride back. I said, I'll pick you up. We'll drive back. And he was, he just retired literally maybe uh, two or three weeks earlier. Well, I didn't, you know, look at the map that close because it was a 10 hour drive to get to him (laughs) in Florida in the panhandle from North Carolina. And I drove him all the way back to Michigan in West Branch, which is about a 30 minute drive from my office. And when we got to West Branch, and we I started unloading because I had my pickup truck. We had, that was full of stuff. We started unloading my pickup truck. I looked at him, and he looked at me, and at both the same time, he goes, wow, you know what, Kevin? This is what we talked about all these years. And you even drove me from Florida back to Michigan and fulfilled the retirement needs that we needed there. And so it was just a, a real gratifying you know, thing that we did is, you know, we worked for 15 years prior. We got to the point, and I actually seen him, you know, bring stuff from his Florida home to his Michigan home and helped him complete that circle of his life, that journey of his life. That was a lot of fun. That is really neat. Love hearing stories like that. All right, last but not least, Kevin, as we learn about what it's like to be a client of Insight Folios and Kevin Ray, describe a time when something in life happened to drastically change a client's financial situation, maybe for the worse, and how you were able to help. Well, you know, we're talking about the worst. We're usually talking about, you know, loss of a spouse. And unfortunately, we've had a couple this year. One of the spouses, you know, didn't have a pension. So a lot of the income that was coming in was coming from Social Security. So there was a loss of a Social Security that we had to deal with. And we looked at that early on in the planning process. So we bought some life insurance uh, for both spouses. And when the husband in this particular case, he passed away, we lost that social security benefit and then that life insurance that we purchased walked way back into her life and replaced that income that monthly income that they were getting from that social security benefit so that helped her you know relieve a lot of tensions relieve a lot of anxiety and not worry so much about the income because we still had the same income coming into the household so a loss a loss of a spouse is a terrible thing to deal with it's emotional it's raw it happens unfortunately where none of us are getting out of this alive and those are the things that, you know, are going to drastically change someone's situation. So if we have people out there have no pensions, you may want to think about that life insurance aspect of it. Because if you lose a spouse, that may be the critical portion of you staying where you're at, not, you know, having to change a, you know, a lot of drastic things in your life and continuing on in life like you like you've been and we'll check in on them you know we just lost it we'll check in maybe every three months for a good year i bet you just to see how things are going you know if if there's anything we can help on our end you know to, to keep going in there but the loss of a spouse is usually the big one well if you've got questions again for kevin want to find out what it's like to become and of course be a client 
of the Tri-City Area Team Insight Folios. Pick up the phone, give a call, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. I think this this really illustrates is just that when you become a client, you don't become a client just for a few weeks and then it's over. Uh, You become a client for life, really, because this is an advisor who's going to be with you there to discuss your finances, help with planning, major life decisions. They're going to be a resource that you can lean on for many, many years to come and uh, in some important years, too, where you're making really big decisions about your money, not only leading into retirement, but all the way through it as well. So if you want to have some more conversations with Kevin about what that relationship looks like, how the planning process unfolds, you can, of course, keep listening to this show or talk one-on-one about your situation by dialing again 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We host this show for educational, informational purposes, but if you want to get into specifics about your situation, the best way to do that is to reach out with your questions. Again, you can call 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick note, and Kevin will be back in touch with you to set up that time to visit. 888-885-PLAN. And you can always go online as well to insightfolios.com. More coming up on today's show. Stay tuned. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Thanks for joining us today on Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area. Find us online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button. You can ask questions, listen to past episodes of the show. You'll even find the opportunity to do a Simplicity Express plan. Look for that button in the upper right-hand corner of the page, and you're going to see Simplicity Express. Click on that, and that'll take you through the planning process that uh, Kevin talks so frequently about here on the show. But it's like a a mini dip-your-toe-in-the-water kind of financial plan, so it's an easy way to take some first steps on the planning journey. Again, all you have to do is go to insightfolios.com, click the listen button, or look for the Simplicity Express button as well. And you get a mini financial plan in just a few minutes. Very and you helpful. You know what, tool. Walter? We, yeah. We've totally redone that website. Oh, perfect. So those, there's articles on there, there's all sorts of things on there. So go there and check it out, and I think you'll find a lot of information there. Again, that's insightfolios.com. All right, Kevin, with it getting warmer, we were talking about that at the beginning of the show today, making that transition into spring, daylight savings time's coming up, all that good stuff. Uh, It's got a lot of people working in the garden, working outside, spread mulch, starting to get some new flowers and whatnot planted. I know that's going to be on our agenda for this weekend, kind of beautifying up the outside now that we're coming out of winter a little bit. So it got us thinking, how can we relate financial and retirement planning to working in the garden? And we've got a few good comparisons for today's show that I think will be kind of fun to talk about, but also uh, look forward to kind of learning a little bit about the retirement landscape in the process. I'm curious, before we dive into all of this, I mean, do you, do you have a green thumb at all? Do you work in the, in the garden, in the yard? You know, we we do. My dad and I, uh, you know, we have he has a garden and, you know, he does most of it, but I like to plant it. But the last year we gave up because the deer overtook it all. So this year I think we're going to try something different. And, yeah, I like I, I love cucumbers and I love corn and anything that comes out of the garden. So, you know, half the garden is is, is dedicated to pickles. If you, nice. my, dad, my dad will tell you I'm a little pickle crazy, but... Uh, I love that stuff. I love it. Yeah, I want to do some pickles this year. That sounds really tasty. I like that idea. 
And any of you looking for corn, Ed on Labordi's Road over there, he's got the best homegrown corn, and I uh, can't wait for that to come up either. Now we're talking about food again. Love it. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah. we can't ever avoid that. So <laughs> that that's a common thing. Uh, fantastic, Kevin. Well, all right, let's get into it then, since you've got a little bit of that green thumb experience. I, I do not, but I'm surrounded by people who do. Uh, my dad's great at, like, landscape design. He doesn't do so much with garden, like, food variety. But then my wife's dad, he has an incredible garden. Their entire backyard is a garden. Um, it produces so much food. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, so got a lot of people who have knowledge in this area. Uh, the first lesson, and maybe a reason why I'm not a big gardener, because I'm not that patient when it comes to letting those plants have the time and space to grow, I like that instant gratification sometimes. So, you know, we got to realize that plants don't grow overnight. Good lesson in both gardening and financial planning, right? It is. And like you said, you have to have patience, right? I just I just watched that show, Secondhand Lions, again. Have you ever watched that show, um, Walter? No, uh-uh. Well, they plant a garden and they look at it every single day. Okay. And they got, you know, maybe cauliflower. They have uh, broccoli and different, you know, different sorts of things going on. And the seed salesman sold them all the seed. When the garden come up, it was all corn. So there was no broccoli. There was no cauliflower. It was all corn. So they, they, they kind of, you know, went one dimension. So when it comes to growing your garden overnight or investing overnight, we know we need patience. We know it's a long-term investment. And we know diversification comes in, into play there. We'll get people who sometimes will say, you know what, my, Kevin, my 401k is doing better than this IRA I have over there. And I always beats my IRA. Well, we get looking into it. Well, of course it does because maybe you're putting twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars a year of your own money into that 401k and it's growing. It's a larger amount. just looks better. But the percentages are basically the same when you look at one versus the other. And that's where the patients come in that you're talking about. We can't grow it overnight. It's going to take time. So if you have $10,000 in your 401k right now and it averages 10%, you're going to get $1,000. On the other hand, if you have a million, you get the same 10%. It's 100,000. It just looks more. But this patience is going to come in. It's long-term investment. Keep that in mind. Keep going forward on it and stay patient. And I like to tell people, forget about it. Because if you, especially if you got 20, 30 years to go in retirement, let it go, forget about it, be patient, it will grow, it will sprout out, and it will bear fruit somewhere in the future, and that fruit is going to be your retirement income. Again, if you've got questions as we go through the show today about retirement planning, financial planning, or gardening, or fishing, or any of those matters, Kevin's there with answers. 888-885-PLAN is your number, 888-885-7526. All right, lesson number two from the retirement garden. You have to keep the weeds and the pests away, including those deer, Kevin. Including those deer, yeah. (laughs) So what do you think the weeds and the pests are, Walter? Uh, Like in the financial world? Yeah. Uh, Oh, I don't know, like maybe fees or something Mm -hmm. like that? Yeah, fees can be pretty. We've Mm -hmm. talked many times. Remember that uh, Forbes article I keep referring to? The average cost of mutual funds between basically 2 and 4%. Just like the weeds sort of choke out the growth of your plants and your vegetables and those kinds of things, the fees can kind of like choke away the gains of your portfolio. They can, and they're and they're called hidden fees for a reason because they're hidden. You can't you can't extract those unless you have certain tools that allow you to do that. Other things are if somebody comes in and they're just a product salesperson, and that product fits every situation. That's you know that's not going to get you anywhere either. So you, you so that's be, a, that's the pest. 
That's the pest, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, this if this product fixes this and he's talked to all your neighbors or she's talked to all your neighbors and you're finding the same thing out, that's the pest. So you got to be where you got to keep the weeds and the pest away. And how do you do that? You sit down with somebody, sit down with a fiduciary that puts your best interest forward and they come up with a viable income plan, a viable investment plan that you can understand and that you can see how it's in your best interest and how it's going to keep those unwanted pests and weeds away. I've had to dispatch of a few unwanted pests from the garden, and I think that's why I don't like working in there because I know one day I'm going to go grab what I think is a root and it's going to be a snake or something like that, and it's not going to end well for me. So I've done that, and it didn't end well <laughs> for, I, I, for I the let, snake. <laughs> I let Connie do all of the uh, actual boots on the ground work in the garden, and then if she's like, oh, there's a snake, I'll come kill the snake. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to be involved in the one. I'm too clumsy. I'd be the one that would be in there touching the snake by accident. So, yeah, that would be, that would be well, me. Well, I've done that more than once, and I don't like Oof. it. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the only thing I don't like about spring. i gotta, I got to get mentally prepared for that again this year, finding all, all those snakes in our yard. In any event, let's learn one more lesson here, Kevin, from the retirement garden, and that is that you need the right tool for the right task. Well, you do. I mean, you're, are you going to take an axe to put your garden in and, and dig it? No, you're going to use a hoe. You're going to use a cultivator. You're going to use something along those lines. Same thing in the financial world. You want, you know, tools that are going to work for you. What are the tools, Walter? What are some of the tools that we talk about every week? Well, that, that's where we get into the products, right? Like the, right. the products right. are our tools. They're not the solutions, but they're the tools to help accomplish the goals. Exactly. So we're talking, you know, right now, CDs. So is CD a tool, Walter? A viable tool? Uh, it's a tool, and not, and not as viable these days, right? Yeah, because interest rates are so low. Yeah, but we know interest rates are going up, so that tool may be more viable in say three, four, five years. You know, we know that they're not good for long-term investing right now because you're earning under one percent. Life insurance is that a, a good tool, Walter? It can be, certainly. It can, yeah. it can be, yes. And I just, you know, earlier in the show, we talked about how that came in and, and really helped one of my clients' uh, widows there. So that can be a good tool, but it also can be a tool that's, you know, not necessarily going in your direction. You have to make sure whatever tools you're implementing are working on whatever you're trying to accomplish. You know, don't get oversold on certain investments. Don't think that, you know, I have 15 different mutual funds and those, that's a good tool, and I'm diversified because I'm betting most of the time that when people come in, we're looking at those 15 different mutual funds, and they're all growth stocks. They pretty much all own the same companies over and over over again. They're really not diversified because they have maybe large growth stocks. That's it. They don't have any small real estate or, or whatever going in there. And the other thing is, is when you get in retirement, we need a different tool. We need something that's going to generate retirement income for you. And that's not going to be the growth stocks in most in most times that we sit down. We're going to look at interest. We're going to look at dividends. We're going to look at other tools that generate income in retirement, regardless of what the market's doing. So the takeaway here is make sure that you're using the right tool for the right job. How do you do that? Well, you sit down and you put that income plan together. You put that retirement plan together. And we can, you know, we can show you the tools. Is, is it getting to where you need to be? Or do we need to take out another tool of the toolbox and put that other tool that you're using back into the toolbox, if that makes sense? So how do you figure that out? You sit down, you talk to a fiduciary, you come in, us if you don't have anybody, and we'll walk you through that process. We'll walk, walk you through that and show you the tools that you're currently 
currently using? Is it matching what you're trying to do? And if not, we're going to make suggestions and we're going to show you a tool that's that's probably better fitted for you in your own circumstances going forward into retirement. So make sure it's a priority in your life to make sure you're using the right tools in your planning process to get you to and through retirement so you don't run out of money. It's hard to do all this stuff on your own, unfortunately. I wish it was easier for everybody, but yeah, there's difficulties when you try to pull all these things off and make it all come together and try to become an expert in all these different fields of investing, saving, retirement accounts, ones through your work, ones you personally invest in, the insurance realm, CDs, money market, the banking world. I mean, there's just so many layers and levels of uh, proper risk management and taxes really just scratching the surface. It's hard to get through all of that stuff on your own. So just like I do when it comes to having a nice garden at the house, I don't do it on my own. I, I say, Connie, you're great at this. Let's let's have you be in charge of the garden. I put her in charge of that. <laughs> you can help put somebody in charge of managing your financial plan. And that's what Kevin Ray and the team at Insight Folios do for folks each and every week here in the Pinconning area. If you want to talk a little bit more about what that looks like to have a partner in your financial plan to help you uh, properly guide you through those next big questions of your life. How are you going to get to retirement? How are you going to get through retirement? How are you going to avoid the pests and the weeds from choking out your gains? How are you going to make sure that you're patient and uh, using the right tools for the right task? Well, those are all the kinds of things that Kevin talks about with clients each and every week. So pick up the phone, give him a call. 888-885-PLAN is the number. There's no cost or obligation for an initial conversation and consultation with Kevin. 888-885-PLAN. That's all you have to do is call that number. If you get the voice message, just leave Kevin a note that you'd like to chat, and he'll follow up with you to set up that time. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. You can also email him, kevin at insightfolios.com. More to come on today's show. Stay with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Kevin, this was an easy one, and you knew it was going to be about food. What's your favorite meal, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? We talk about food a lot here, don't we? We do. It's a a staple. But if I have to think about it, and I'm going to say breakfast, and here's the reason, Walter, because I normally don't eat breakfast. Oh. So you're saying, what's your okay. favorite meal? But It's because when I do sit down and eat breakfast, I really look forward to it. Um, normally, my bref- breakfast considers a banana every morning. And then on the weekend, if we go someplace, I really I really look forward to you know the eggs, the ham, and dipping your toast in the yolk, and the hash browns, and all that kind of good stuff. So I'd have to say breakfast, although I do have some favorite dinner meals, but uh, you know I have dinner every day, so breakfast is kind of sticking out to me right now. How about you? I, I get exactly what you're saying. Like you, you have something for breakfast every day, but how often do you have a, a meal for breakfast? Yes. And so yeah, that yeah. makes it sort of special to have a meal a true meal for breakfast. And I think the traditional breakfast food, you just can't beat it. Just like a good link of sausage or obviously some bacon, eggs, any way you want to make them. Um, just, you just can't beat a good piece of toast, especially as someone who's only had like three or four pieces of bread in the last year, Kevin. I actually splurged on myself a little bit last weekend. We went out to get some breakfast and uh, I, I had toast. I had traditional white toast as a Ooh. treat. And it was so good. It was so good. 
So it was so, it, 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 it like solidified breakfast's <laughs> ranking at the top of the list for sure. So how many pounds are you down now? Uh, 109 as of wow. this morning. Yeah. There, there's so. a big clap. I'll big shout. Yeah, Thank so. you. I'm in yes. the midst of another nice drop right now. I kind of stabilized at the 100 mark, and now over the last two weeks, I've, I'm, I'm pushing. Th- I rededicate. Other than the toast. I cheated that one day with the toast. But other than that <laughs> toast day, I've uh, the last two weeks, I got back serious on the diet to keep pushing through. And so down another nine pounds already. Probably by next week's show, we can officially say the under uh, 110 and beyond. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And in your voice has gained about three pounds, it sounds like. So oh, well, that's, that's doing good. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's yes. good. I mean, usually yes. yeah, a little extra weight does help with the voice, you know, like because yep. you see some radio guys that have the awesome voice, have the weight. I don't know if there's a correlation there, but I'll take the weight loss and a deeper voice. Although I, I can control that a little bit. So, <laughs> yes, you can. I can make that go as yeah. deep as we need it to go. Here, if, Kevin. if you keep going the way you're going, we're going to have to pour muddy water through you just to see your shadow. Oh, wow. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's good. So uh, anyway, yeah, breakfast food. I think we're on the same page. And I'm going to give a quick shout out here, uh, Walter. Please. Colleen, we talked about... Um, our uh, you know our favorite toys when we were growing up she yeah. dropped a slinky off at my office oh, i want to nice. thank colleen yeah that was that was pretty nice there. so it's i have it sitting on my shelf nice. a couple of weeks ago yep well fantastic you got the slinky now to add to your do you, do you have a, uh, an office like that where you've got a collection of like mementos and little toys and little you know whatnots all, all surrounding you yeah a lot of it has to do with hunting and fishing yeah yep. okay yep. gotcha yep. That's cool. I need to do that. I, I don't. I don't give my office much personality. I need to throw a few more trinkets up here and there. I have a plaque in my office that says, "Over the years, I spent my money on fine shotguns in the rough grouse society. The rest I just wasted." Nice, nice. <laughs> and that sounds like it probably applies to you uh, very accurately. Yes. I love it. Fantastic. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Kevin and I are both in agreement. Breakfast food can't beat it. It's a nice treat and a favorite meal. All right, more coming up on today's show. We'll answer some of your questions before we wrap up for the week. Stay tuned. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. Well, that's what we thought. We're talking with Kevin Ray today on Simply Financial. Glad that you are with us today. Before we run off for the week, we want to answer some of your questions. You can submit those questions online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button to ask a question or email Kevin. It's Kevin at insightfolios.com. And you can also call if you want to talk about setting up time to meet for a complimentary financial review at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, I got a question here from Lil. Lil says, I used to get statements in the mail showing me how much my Social Security benefit will be, but I haven't seen one in a long time. How do I determine my benefits and decide when I should start taking it? That's a good question, Lil. So a lot of us are not receiving our statements anymore. So what do you do? You go into www.ssa.gov and you sign up and you're going to get your statements. Now, if you've done that in the past, that's probably the reason you're not receiving statements. They changed the formula, Walter. I don't know if you know this or not. But once you turn 60 and you have not created that account, they will mail you the statement three months earlier than your birthday. So that's that's the reason people you know people aren't getting their statements. But I encourage everybody if you come into my office, that's the first things that we're going to request is to bring your statement in. And why, Lil? You just asked it because we're going to help you determine when should you start taking your benefits. When does that make the most sense for you? And how do we do that? We put together that income plan because Social Security is going to be a big part of that income plan. 
you know, that you're going into. Probably a third or if not more of your income retirement is going to come from that. So that's critical. You know that information. So for those of you that don't have it, go to www.ssa.gov and they're going to ask you a few questions. They're going to verify certain things, but go in there and get that because that's important. Don't let that slide by. And Walter, from what I read, they only make three million mistakes per year. Social Security benefit oh, only three million. That's only not bad. 3 and you only can go back and correct the last two or three years. So make sure okay. you do that. Well, that's pretty good. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Good question, Lil. Thanks for sending that one in to us. Again, if you've got questions for Kevin, want to talk them out one by uh, one on one, feel free to do so by calling 888-885-PLAN. Any question, whether it's Social Security, 401ks, work stuff, uh, it's all on the table here if it has to relate with your retirement and financial future. Tommy's up next. Tommy says, I have two 401ks from previous jobs. One is in Vanguard, the other one in Fidelity. I could roll them into my current 401k. All right, so we're talking about three total here. But I like the diversification of having them in different places. Is it smart to keep them separate like this? What do you what do you take away from that, Walter? Uh, we talked we talked we just talked about. It. I take away the uh, and I don't mean this in a mean way. I just mean yep. a, a lack of understanding of what diversification really yes, is. Exactly. So I'm betting, Tommy, that your van your Vanguard and your Fidelity accounts are very similar in the investing style. Meaning you have you know maybe you have a Vanguard uh, growth fund and Fidelity you have a Fidelity growth fund. Well, if we look deeper into that, I'm betting that that those funds own a lot of the same companies. They own own General Motors, Ford, Chrysler, or you know Visa, what have you. So the diversification really isn't there just because you have two companies. Now what we have to do is we have to tear that apart. We have to we have to really make sure we don't have what's called stock overlap going on. So we want to have, you know, either it's one company, two companies, three companies, that doesn't matter. We want true diversification. So we have to tear that apart. We have to get short, different funds in there, different, you know, long-term bonds, short-term bonds, you know, growth stocks, small stocks, mid-cap stocks. That's what diversification is going to come from. And then we want to make sure it's matching what you're trying to accomplish. So in most cases, what we tell people is come on in, we'll help you determine that whether it's best to roll it over into one or to get them out in separate uh, accounts. And how do we do that? Well, first of all, we're going to look at your 401k. Does your 401k only have four or five options like a lot of companies we're seeing? If so, it probably is best to look at, not saying to do it, but to look at and see what else is out there. Because now we have this whole world of investments we can look at and it may be better tuned for what we're trying to do. So that's a great question, Tommy. We get that lots. But just because you have three different accounts doesn't necessarily mean you have diversification. We need to take a deeper look inside those accounts and make sure you're not overlapping, have you know the same stocks and bonds over and over and over. So give us a call if that's a concern of yours, Tommy. Yeah, get some of those important questions cleared up, Tommy. Thanks for sending that one in. All right, uh, one last question for you here, Kevin. This one's from Howard, and Howard says, at the ripe old age of 63, I haven't enjoyed watching my investments get punched in the mouth recently. But I'm not planning to retire in the next couple of years. So should I just not worry about it? Well, Howard, that's another question because, you know, as we've seen, the market's been very volatile over the last couple of uh, months, especially with, you know, Ukraine uh, crisis going on right now. And I think you should worry. I think because you're only a couple of years out for retirement, we need to do an in-depth customized um, income plan for you to see are your current investments, are they going to 
enable you to retire in two years. If not, we need to tweak what's going on inside your plan now. And how do we know that? Well, if you don't know that question, you need to get it answered. And it's easy enough. You sit down um, and you start going through that process, that income planning process, and seeing if your tools, because we talked earlier in the show, uh, Walter, about tools, your investments are your tools right now. Are they the right tools that need to get you, your job done? Or do we need to put those tools back in the toolbox, take out some different tools, to accomplish getting you retired in two years? So that's a good question, Howard. A lot of good questions this week, Walter. That's a very good question. Uh, Give us a call if you need want to go into it further, and we'd be more than happy to sit down and do this with you. That's what we do week in, week out. We help people get ready to retire and get them into retirement and get them through retirement. Again, the number to call to get in touch with Kevin Ray and have this kind of conversation, but about your specific financial situation, pick up the phone, dial 888-885-PLAN. That is 888-885-7526. That'll put you in touch with your financial coach, Kevin Ray, at Insight Folios. More than three decades of financial planning experience, the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, born and raised in Pinconning. That's where you can visit in the office as well. 888-885-PLAN. Call now for a complimentary financial review. 888-885-7526. Kevin, thank you so much for your help and the guidance on the show today. As always, enjoy this weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. You too, Walter. All right, we appreciate it. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter. Talk to you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.